Man, so welcome back. Look, we're touching on we touch on a lot of good topics today. A lot of different things. We went for sports, banking, business, Hasbula, Hasbula, <laughs> Mike Tyson holding Hasbula. Uh, so um, ketchup. Ketchup. We went back to ketchup, uh, and we're gonna tell you exactly why we do what we do, baby. Here in the valley, we we we'll let you know a little bit about our, our goals with it with this show, man. So uh, it was a really good episode. What did you think about it? Oh, uh, this is one of the one you guys honestly are gonna want to watch this one. I feel like the everything that we touched on on this is like fucking hilarious, amazing. We've touched on some crazy shit, even including TikTok. You guys do not want to miss out on this one. This is one of my favorite ones. I feel honestly. Yeah, I feel like Nate really showed who exactly who he really is in this podcast. So you really should watch it. Uh, if you really want to know who Nate is as a person. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding, but no, it's it's funny. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into it, baby. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Always This Podcast today. And uh, today, man, we got a little bit of a fun one today going on. Uh, we're not gonna do the crazy intro like we always do because the guests we have on today, you guys know, is pretty familiar. My name's Anthony. I'm joined with my friends today. I got your boy Danny, baby. Back again is Nate. And uh, yeah, man, today we're going to do a little bit of an internal podcast today. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff we got going on. Um, a lot of fun stuff, man. So let's get into it, man. What's been going on? Well, dude, first of all, you fucking met Hasbulla. You got Has- to be, you rocking the fucking shirt, but you went out to, to rock LA. It today. Yeah, let's, here's a story, bro. Come on. I'm a little bit jealous. All right, here's the thing, bro. So Hasbulla called me. It was like, I think it was like a Friday night. Friday night, he <laughs> called me on his phone. <laughs> if you would have said a Thursday, <laughs> hey, believable. Hey, no one's hey. doing this show Friday. <laughs> he said, brother, please, brother, brother, please. <laughs> Long story short, I'm I'm a really big advocate of Hasbula. Like, if you know me, if you've received any of my DMs, and everyone here received a DM from me, you probably received a Hasbula DM or Hasbula meme, <laughs> at least once a day, at least. You know what I mean? So, I follow his fan club, I follow his emails and stuff like that. So what happened was he sent an email, like a secret email, I think on like Wednesday night, dude. So on Wednesday night, and he said that he was going to be doing a meet and greet in LA. So I was like, oh fuck, like he's coming literally to to to, to the states. And so I signed up. You had to sign up too to to be notified whenever the tickets were on sale. So long story short, come on that Thursday, it was only like a day or two days later, tickets came up. Automatically, I saw them. I snagged them. I was actually going to be in LA already that day for the Laker game. And um, yeah, man, that's 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 how I got into it. And then we went over there, rolled over there on Sunday. Honestly, the craziest part about it is like for meetups. What, what do you guys think happens on meetups? Like, do you guys think it's super stress, super intense, or you guys think it's like chill? What do you guys think, dude? That's what I was gonna ask because I've never been to a, like a meetup. Like, I've never like uh, I think the only person I would do it for would be Hasbula, but I've never like go to. I I've, feel like they would be never, stressful. Packed, no, dude. Yeah. So actually, the opposite of freaking stressful, dude. So oh. like the craziest part is like I know when the Nelk boys went over there to Russia, they always talked about how his people, his like. Everything there, just the aura is super calm, super respectful, super like hospitality. And the craziest part about it is like that event was the exact same thing how they described. Like mm. for me, anytime we have ever went to like an event, meetups, anything like that, it's always been like hectic, crazy, f- super fucking unorganized, like you know, the total opposite. I went to this part, there was a shitload of people, but like it was calm. Every single person that I met there, like even the staff, security, they're all super nice, super kind. And even when I went up, bro, like literally I went up, they had a nice system. Uh, I gave the guy my phone. He's all right, picture, whatever. He signed my shit, gave him my phone and then dapped him up. I got to dap him up. You dapped him up? I dapped him up. Wait, have you washed your hands? I wouldn't even wash my hand at that point. I haven't, bro. It's this one. That's what I'm saying. You can't even, (laughs) don't even wash that shit. Put it in a bag whenever you take a shower. (laughs) Yeah. So I, yeah, I dapped him up, bro. I got a cool photo and, um. Yeah, bro, that's that's how I met Hasbula. So it was, it, it was badass, bro. Honestly, he was. I'm not gonna lie to you. He whispered in my ear. That's I'm not. Gonna, 
I don't even know if I should do the actual like accent because you kind of like took it. No, the wrong you can way. do it. It's fine. Took it the wrong way. But it's more authentic. <laughs> it was. He it. said. He said. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Thank you, bro. No, the hand's perfect. That's good. That's oh, good. Right fuck, there. I did the hand. <laughs> you did the hand. You did. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. So yeah, but honestly, bro, he was like the nicest guy, and like you can tell, I got there at two. I think he started the event like at eleven or twelve for like the VIPs and stuff. But like he was still super nice, bro. Like the fact that he was nice. And not necessarily he wasn't smiling, but like he was like he put in work, bro. He met like tons of thousands of people and. When I went up, he still gave me, like, time. He still gave me, like, a selfie. I feel like most places that you go to meet and greets, he could have been, like, no selfies. You get one picture. That's it. You know? But he was, like, super chill, bro. And, like, he let me do whatever I wanted. So it was a whole vibe then, huh? Everybody was just chill. Cool, bro. Bro, you don't understand. When I literally did the selfie, ultimate life moment, bro. Like, that was, like, the pinnacle. And then I was (laughs) – I forgot my fucking shirt, so I couldn't get signed. Achievement unlocked right there in the corner. Bro. I was going to have him sign my 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 uh, Travis Scott. What would you have him one. sign? Ooh. They actually gave cards, bro. Oh, that's oh, dope so as fuck. So here's the thing. So on, on the whole part of like hospitality being like 10 out of 10, he literally provided free pizza, like bomb-ass pizza. Like, you know, if we provided free pizza, we'd probably do like Little Caesars or something like that. Hey, don't <laughs> like, shit on Little Caesars like that, <laughs> bro, bro. Come on. Bro, Little Caesars, Little Caesars. What do you want me to say? It's just fire, Loki. All right. So, yeah. So anyways, <laughs> he provided like fire-ass pizza that's a lot better than Little Caesars. He provided cookies. He provided soda. How do you say, friend? Cola. Cola. <laughs> he, like, he provided all that stuff for free, dude. And he even provided like a little card that, um, like for, for chicks, I don't know if you guys knew this, but his culture, he's not allowed to take pictures with women. Mm. You guys know that? Insane. I did not know that. Is there like a reason why? Is there, or? Oh, it's just the culture. That's <laughs> <laughs> just sure. the culture. Leave it right. Yeah, I'm not sure why. But like even Chris, like Chris was with me. Whenever we went up, she could not take a picture with him. Like, we went up, and honestly, real funny kind of story. Like the security guard looked like you, but like a white version. To be honest with you, a white version of me. No, I promise. Like <laughs> exactly. Like he had a beard. But anyways, he when we walked up, he told her like, "Hey, do you know the rules?" She's like, "What?" She's like, "Hey, you know the rules, right? Like you can't take any pictures. You can't can't go up to him. You can't shake his hand. Like can't touch him. Like zero. So well, the cool thing is she at least got like a little bit of like a autograph card that she can take. So we have like autograph cards of Hasbula and stuff, but. I mean, you could take stuff to get signed there. It's just I didn't they really could. know. Oh, damn. Okay, that's dope. You know what? Yeah. I'm kind of sick, though. They get the Travis Scott signed. I was trying to, but they literally said no signing shoes for some reason. Mm. But like, yeah, I was resale have, would go crazy. I that's why. Like, whatever. I was like, fuck, what can I get to have them sign? You know? But I got my titty signed if I had to. Yeah. <laughs> but ultimate, bro, like, if we can recap Hasbula, like, 10 out of 10, bro. That's why. I mean, I support the short, bro. He's like a nice-ass guy, too, so. The fact that he did all that, he made it, tickets pretty affordable. They weren't, like, super crazy. Uh, and I think they were pretty limited, too. Like, he didn't open it up to, like, super crazy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So, you locked him in for a pot or? So, if he's watching this right now, just know that I, 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 I slid in the DMs. I tried to DM him. But, <laughs> no, it's tough, bro. For he, the pot or for, uh, for the reason? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. You know? But, bro, he left Drake on red. So, how am I going to get in? You know, that's kind of tough. Bro, you're handsomer than Drake. Let's throw it out there. Hey, throw that shit out there. About that. He did leave Drake on red. He left Drake on red. He bro. did. Yeah. That, but that I sent him our selfie. And I, I sent him, like, our selfie picture edited by Fred. And then uh, you look nice, you know. So, I was hoping. I just said thank you so much for hospitality and your thank kindness. You. Thank you, brother. We'll love to have you on the <laughs> pod, brother. I did. I really said brother. Yeah, I did. That's cool, dude. Yeah. That's a pretty badass experience, bro. I feel like Hezbula, it's so funny because he's so little, bro. It's, like, hard to, like. Like you, it's easy to forget he's a fucking grown ass man, bro. He's so much smaller than I expected. So you really? mean so no disrespect, no disrespect. So it's harder, like you said too. Like okay, so I just, just want to segue into this. So you're talking about how it's hard to remember he's a grown ass man, right? So do we want to talk about how like Mike Tyson is kind of getting a little bit of slack for picking him up like a baby? Oh, I mean, so weird, bro. 
Weird, <laughs> wait, weird as in like what Mike Tyson did is weird, or you wish that it's weird you missed out on the experience of holding his balloon? No, bro. He was like trying to bite his ear off or fucking something. Like he because looked, that's what he's known for. It's a, like, thing. Bro, it's a thing. Cover your, I felt bad. I was like, bro, I should have warned him. Like, first time to this day, it's like this guy bites people's ear off. I'm like, I should have warned him, bro. I think he knows who Mike Tyson is, most likely. <laughs> He's probably seen The Hangover. We all know what's up. I thought it was weird. I, I thought it was fucking funny when he's like, because Will is fucking punching him, and Mike Tyson's playing with him like a toddler. Like, bro, it's a 20, what is he, 20 years old? Yeah, bro, bro that shit was fucking wholesome. That was like one of the most wholesome shit I've seen in like a long fucking Mike time. Mike Tyson, but you could tell he has like that adult vibe playing with a little kid, you know? He's yeah. like, eh, shit. But you do have like that little bit of like feeling like you want to pick him up. Like, I, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> bro, <laughs> I can see that 100%. And then on the flip side, like, I, I want to be held like a baby by Mike Tyson. That's bro, a goal on my list right there. When I, bro, he was literally sitting in the king chair. You just want to pick him up. He was sitting in the king chair, bro, and I walked up, and he was like, like, oh, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> but, like, it's weird, bro, because he's like. It's he, like instinctual. Bro, you can see it in the videos. You can see him go like this, like, come, come. And I was like, oh, shit, all right, I guess I'm fucking up. What do you guys think about the stipulations with Ryan Garcia and Javante Davis, like, the upcoming fight? Ooh, <laughs> oh, God. First of all, Ooh. you go over, go over the clauses real quick. Okay, so I don't know all the clauses to, to the exact T, but I know that there's like a, a dehydration or rehydration clause where he has to be under a certain amount of weight or something like that. Can you get the details, Mark? Because I know that one of them is he can't drink water for five days. He can't eat food for five days. So wait, wait. So Ryan, oh, Ryan can't? Ryan Garcia has to meet Gervonta down. Oh. Ryan has to meet Gervonta down. So Tank, that, I mean, that's like really, like it really favors Tank, but. Got you. Yeah, so a lot I'm of people. for Tank anyways. But who do you who do you guys have in it, honestly? Uh, honestly, I, I like Ryan Garcia. I, I, You're a Ryan fan? Yeah, okay. it's just tough. It's tough because, like, the clauses are stacked against them, dude. They really are. Like, bro, you can't eat for five days. You can't drink for five days. Like, to fucking cut weight, that's crazy. Bro, you're a trainer. Like, you know. you know no, you that need that. Inter- yeah, no. I know. It's weird that they're making it. Like, they're throwing that clause in there, too. Well, uh, bro, it's like that. A lot of people say it's kind of like that Mayweather strap, but it's over. Oh, Mayweather, Mayweather never did that, though. He only he would only do, like, maybe one clause or so. But, like, Ryan, he is coming down a lot of weight. But he, also, too, on the flip side, like, Ryan wants that fight because he wants to kind of shut him up, you know, because it's been on the all it's been a, thing for a year. For a dude. long time. So I think, you know, I think he, he um, I think he's right when he talks about the fact that he's doing what he can to give the people what they want to see because Gervonta is not willing to do what He's it like, you better him. meet me on my court. Yeah, so he's going to play on, uh, on on Tank's terms. And I think it's going to be that much sweeter when he wins because I, I really think he's coming after him, dude. I, I don't know if Tank is ready for it. I think it's going to be a close fight. I don't think nobody's going to knock each other out. I think it's going to come out to decision. And I think Ryan Garcia is barely going to slither away with it. Okay. With Early okay. rounds, he's going to get the odds in his favor. Towards the end, Gervonta might come in. But um, I, I'm I'm thinking Ryan. Okay, so here it is. So he was saying, so some of the clauses that they already agreed for the fight to take place at 136. But it's tiny. I, yeah, so, so it's, it's way smaller than I think Ryan Garcia's used to fighting at like 140, I think. Yeah. Okay. Or oh. 145, something like that. But they're saying that after the weigh-ins, he has a 10-pound rehydration clause to prevent Ryan from fully overnight like recovering. Oh, uh, where he could just add on his 10 yeah. pounds of extra mass. So typically, that makes sense. Yeah, so typically after the weigh-ins, boxers, will obviously, they're going to eat, up. carb up. Like. But since he's coming from such a high weight, he could easily yeah. gain those 10 pounds back. And, and our, our barber, shout out, shout out Oscar, he, he's like a little like huge boxing head, dude. He was telling us that I guess there's that clause and there's another clause. There's like two different clauses that they were saying that not even Mayweather has put in two clauses. Like usually he, he's been... He's been known for... No, he would get putting chirp. in extra stuff, but not even that much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, bro, after all that, I, I'm a big fan of like the underdog. So like I think that everyone's not even expecting Ryan Garcia to win, but the fact that he took the fight knowing that he can say like, 
I don't care what your stipulations are. I don't care what you're saying I can and can't do. I'm still going to take the fight. I'm still going to whip your ass. Like the, the fact that he did that, bro, that's, that's fucking dog mentality to that me. That is true. I think I'm going for Tank on this. Just, oh, no. Tell us why, Nate. Well, I've always us. been a Tank fan, and hear me out. I, I like him. I like his knockout power. I like how he fights. And just, I don't know. Honestly, I think it's going to be a good fight either way. I want to see them both bring out, like, the best of each other. And I feel like they've they've trained for years with each other, too. You know what I mean? So they kind of know each other. But I think it'll be good to see them kind of finish this up. I want Tank to get a knockout, but... If I just, Ryan I don't wins, like the causes, bro. I just can't do like to me. I think you should fight someone mano a mano, and there shouldn't have to be like if we're gonna fight. Obviously, I'm gonna tell you you have to come down. Like I'm not gonna fight you where you're at, but like I'm not gonna tell you, bro. You have to be fucking sucked up. You have to be X Y Z. Well, can't the do rehydration this. does make sense just because like if you do put on like five more pounds of muscle, there is gonna be a difference of like. But I think though, but even in the UFC to do it, like if you fought, like if you saw Izzy fight a uh, what's his face? Oh my gosh, I went blank. Brazilian dude, Prairie dude. Uh, what is it? Pereira, yeah. Right. Pereira, dude, when he saw him on the win, he was sucked up. The next day he comes in for the fight, dude, my dude is freaking hell of yeah. He was way bigger than Izzy. Uh, I mean, Izzy, took the, he had his ass whooped, but he took the fight. You know, he didn't, like, there was no weird shit But he there. was winning the fight, dude. Yeah. Izzy true. was winning the fight. Well, yeah. But wasn't yeah. there wasn't there um, a UFC, I want to say a couple months ago, where one person didn't make the weight with one pound? Say switch the... That was what? That was like a month ago, two months ago, maybe? Well, you, you can do – they call it a catchway. You can do a catchway yeah. where you guys agree to it and whatever. But going back to the whole Ryan Garcia thing and versus Tank Davis, predictions – I know you dropped your prediction. So you're going for Tank Davis? Uh-huh. Right. Both you guys want Ryan. That's I'm going for Ryan Garcia, bro. I want Ryan Garcia to knock the, uh, Tank. Like, you know the NFL picks? We're yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have the thing NFL down there. 100%. Too. I want Danny. that – and make it even more – because I think he said hey. – Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Is it the right hook or left hook he said it was right? Whatever hook he said that he was going to knock him out with, like Tank said, like, you're not going to knock me out with this hook. Left hook, huh? Left, is it left? Yeah. yeah, so left. I want him to knock him cold, bro, with the left hook Ooh. on purpose. Oh, that's juicy. That, that's what I'm saying. That's how big this fight is. They already have that whole, like, hatred for each other. Like, either way, it's going to be a good but fight. Either way, bro, the biggest thing about it is that it's two top-of-their-prime superstar fighters that are fighting together. And I think that's what makes it special because a lot of times right now in boxing, like people say, the reason, yeah, the reason why people are going away from boxing where people say, right, the critics, is that not a lot of superstars fight superstars. You don't see a lot of Adesanya fighting Pereira. You don't see a lot of Edwards versus Usman, right? You don't really see a lot of that stuff. But, I mean, I'm not saying one way or the other. I don't really know a lot about the sport to fully commentate on it like that. But I just think that seeing two people like this, two young superstars, I wouldn't even say they're in their prime because I feel like they're still coming up. Oh, 100%. Fighting yeah. together, that's history, I feel like, in itself. Oh, I can see, like, three or four fights coming out of this, depending on how they go about this. So, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's, I think I think Ryan Garcia do it and uh, my boy Tank is going to be kind of like that Triple G, Canelo thing, Canelo vibe, you know. Uh, Rocky they're, Apollo, they're gonna, bitch. They're, they're going to go a few rounds. They're going to go a few rounds for sure. So it's going to be something to watch, definitely to watch for the next couple of years. Um, There's a lot of big boxers coming out, bro. You also got Devin Haney in that division too. That's true. Devin oh, Haney's. Fuck, I, you know what? I feel like he – I forget about him a lot. because He beat the shit out of Cambosos. He did beat the shit out of Cambosos. Two times. Bad. And he went over there and beat him. <laughs> he went over there. He's like, I'll go to you. He went to his house. That's and funny, him. dude. Yo, so have you guys heard about the whole phase controversy with Rain and Tico speaking up against other bullshit? Dude, I heard about that so much where FaZe actually posted about it, right? FaZe posted about it on their story. Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of background on, on what's going on. Or you give background, Mana. So first, uh, I think because a, a lot of people, I don't know, like, people know FaZe, but maybe go into like what FaZe actually is. How they got acquired, became corporate, and then kind of like the whole, the whole mess. Try to try to give like a two liner on the mess. Fucking right. sellouts. 
Uh, so basically, Phase, like I said, they kind of sold out. They went full on uh, open to the public, corporate wise. Mm -hmm. And um, Phase Rain, the one that's been kind of on the down low for a long time, basically called them out, calling all the like the stuff that's happening in the back on the back, in the back stuff, whatever. And uh, basically saying like, like we know why what's the issue and. They don't want to listen. Basically, they're saying like corporate's <laughs> yeah. going so corporate, it's taking away from like what got FaZe mm -hmm. into being FaZe. They're taking away from who they are, Dude, basically. Well, he even said, which was kind of different because, well, like Temper. We, we met we met FaZe Temper. We met FaZe Temper. We met FaZe Temper. And he was no, like he super did. cool, bro. Cool. He was honestly like a super cool guy. He was like but, down to earth in person? Yeah, he really was. Like, he, was he was cool. He was like cool. how he looks, he's got like that he's Brazilian really cool. mellow to him. That's how really how he is. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he, that was dope. yeah, he was really cool. But on the same topic, like it's weird because like Amano was saying, T no, it wasn't Tico. I think it was Tico. Tico, Tico and yeah. Rain, they were both saying that it wasn't even on the founders anymore. Like they were saying that a lot of people think and go and go are going after the founders of it, but it's not even the founders. They were saying it's more of the people at the top that are like the corporate the people whenever they sold out. The board. They, yeah, they when, gave away their the power basically. Exactly. Of who they were, yeah. And that's what they were saying was the biggest thing was because whenever they were signing, whenever they're going over this, I think Rain was saying that they had to have a union because the union is obviously going to make sure that in companies, when you have a union, usually the union will fight for the employee, fight exactly. for the person, right? So they were saying because they don't have a union, a lot of times what's happening right now is when it comes down to decision making, when it comes down to these big things, they don't really have a voice. Like it's not as much yes, as you think. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like the boy band with the record labels back in the day. Yep. The record label takes over and then they're like, all right, this is what our music's about now. And they're taking away from it more. And I think too with, I think Rain, a lot of people are trying to like minimize what he was saying too. Like trying to bring up his past about like using drugs and shit like that too, but it's kind of crazy because he came out and like his I, you've seen his video right where he was like opening up about yeah, it and like yep. he was like pretty open and honest about it and like he held nothing back in there and like he was still taking shots back about being honest about it too. Yeah, on the Bradley Martin podcast, it was cool, bro. Like the fact that he opened yep. up about it, he talked, and, and that was probably the most freely I've heard someone talk about past experiences like that. Where you can tell he's that whole man, like he doesn't really care what people think. He's whole with himself, and I feel like that's that's the ultimate goal, dude. Yeah, I think that's the best way to put it, dude. But I, I mean, I guess from the from the consumer side of things, like from the outside in, you could tell that phase. You could tell that the old heads, you know, in corporate America, you know, the the people that own the seats on the board, they, they you can tell that they're just not. They don't really know what's going on, and you can tell that phase is not what phase is or used to be, mm -hmm. and uh, the people feel it. The people know it. Obviously, some of the founders know it. So I guess we're going to see because I think that it comes to I think that's one of the new challenges when you make it so big. Obviously, it's one of the challenges when you're coming up um, and you're like putting fucking trick shots on, on YouTube and shit like that. But then as you get a little bit, you know, a little bit bigger then different challenges arise. And then now when you're like the billion dollar corporation status, this is one of the challenges that arises, you know. So I guess we'll see. We'll see how it plays out, you know, whether they grow or this the fall of phase. So it's going to be kind of interesting to watch. From, I think from a business point of view and then um, – also, too, to see, you know, how, how everything plays out as, like, a fan, dude, because they, they did a lot for the gaming fucking industry. They, yeah, they kind of put it on the map. Like, without them, I feel like streaming wouldn't even be nearly what it is. What do you guys think is going to happen? Do you guys think it's the end of phase, or do you think going corporate will kind of give them to that next level and scale them as a brand? Well, dude, I think that for them now, the thing about going corporate is, like, you now have to pay profits to the fucking shareholders, and sometimes a lot of stuff gets washed into that, especially for, like, I feel like, media brands like them because they're kind of like a media company and that's all they are so i think that i think they can bounce back um because they're being pretty transparent about it uh, so i think they'll bounce back i don't know how soon though but they'll definitely bounce back 
I feel like they could definitely utilize everything that's going on right now. They have all the fans behind their back when they're talking about like Phase Tico and Phase Rain. To leverage uh, their. Like, it's like they, they talked about how they're signing all these like famous people and the hype is only cool for like a month and then afterwards they're just getting income from their from the revenue and it's like when you have people that have been there for years and they're not they're benefiting benefiting anything off of it so i think all right now they could utilize it you know especially with rain and tico everyone's hearing them out everyone's like with them so they you know what i mean like utilize all that and just get back into it and just tell the fans like hey we're gonna go back to what we were it's like there it is yeah i think that's smart dude i, I think you know like you said you kind of capital get a pr firm capitalize on that thing and get rolling I think it's the biggest thing too, bro, is that people have to understand is whenever you sell out like that, not necessarily sell out in that way, right? But whenever you have, whenever you're taking money from someone, whenever you get money from someone, it's always that little bit of thing where it, it goes from just your decision making now to like an entire board's decision making. Other so, hands, everybody's yeah. trying to cook, yeah. So, so I feel like the biggest thing in business is people always want to sell, right? They want to go public, do all this crazy stuff, which is super cool. But that's why you see a lot of times big companies failing whenever they go public too soon. Where they go public too soon, they're not ready for other people to put input on their business that they've mm -hmm. had control, a thousand percent control of for years and years and years. And now you have some old guy that's been doing business. He's a hedge fund manager or he's been investing in business, venture capitalist. Mm -hmm. And he's telling you, hey, like, I get you've been doing it this way, but now my money's in there. So now you're going to do it this way. And you're like, no, like, this is my business. And then he comes back and says, well, no, it's not your business. This is our business now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the crazy part is they own more of a share of it than they do sometimes because they put so much money into it. So that's something I really, I think that not a lot of people understand when it comes down to like phase. People still see it as like a small business, not necessarily a small business, but just more of like the founders own it. Exactly. But yeah, what it used to be instead of what it became. Exactly. But a lot of times I think it is true that it may not even be the founders doing this stuff. It may be the higher ups saying, hey, like this is a money grab and we have to do it. So that's kind of comes down to the whole collabs they're doing where collabs are cool in the beginning, but now they're using it, I feel like more of really just strictly a money grab where they're just getting a lot of money from it, which is cool. It's like when games figured out they could just sell DLCs unlimited. Yeah, thing. We're just going to keep like buying. Fortnite, Fortnite knows Fucked what us. Do, That's like DLC. It's literally DLCing it. That's what happened to us. <laughs> we say that as we're drinking. <laughs> 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 Commercial. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You know it what? happens, you know. <laughs> phase Phase one. Always his podcast, we're coming up, right? <laughs> I guess we're <laughs> corporate we are. Oh, shit. That was funny, dude. On the topic of streaming, though, a little bit, you know, face this sort of the whole streaming thing. Obviously, Twitch, I think there was, Twitch was really big when they were coming up. But now there's a, there's a new player in the block, right, in the streaming world uh, that I start off with the Big Bang because of Aiden Ross. What's the name of the other company? Kick, which is kind of confusing because of the other texting service. But yeah, yeah. I think Kick, I think of like the stupid messaging app, dude. We know you spent a couple years on Kick, Nick. No, I would yeah, get you, like the you spent a couple years. I'd on get that. like the Ugandan dude texting me from Kick. <laughs> I don't even have a Kick. I'm like, what is this shit? Why do you need my social security for? <laughs> Come on, I know I know what happens on fucking Kick, all right? <laughs> all right, well, we weren't talking about that, but okay. <laughs> but the new Kick, so the new Kick, right? It's it's meant to replace Twitch, is because I feel like the biggest thing that you hear a lot of streamers say these days is that Twitch is so limited, right? Where they're so restricted, censorship stuff. Censorship is really anti-America. Yeah, that's <laughs> America, yeah. So I feel like the new kick, their whole mantra is that they're not censored. You can say whatever the fuck you want. You can do what you want. You can really just be a creator again, right? All right, so I'm not going to lie. I'm confused. What is the difference between kick and then rumble? Because rumble's another one too, right? I, I, would say that, I would say that kick is like directly competing against Twitch and like the streamer space. Uh -huh. um, and I think rumble's more like a YouTube kind of because you can still go live on YouTube, same thing, but okay. that's not really what YouTube focuses on. So I think that rumble is kind of like the quote unquote free speech version of YouTube. 
And then the other one is more Twitch. And then Kick is like the free speech version of fucking Twitch. Got you. you. Know I mean? Okay. So I would say that, I mean, to me, that's the difference. I haven't checked it out yet. I know a lot of people are going that way. Top G was going to do the Rumble thing. Kick, Aiden did a whole like ad about it, right? Or no, he, He's like their main one now. And I think Aiden Ross is actually trying to recruit other streamers as well. Like he's trying he just, to keep, yeah, he's, he's recruiting Kyson at, he's oh recruiting a couple of the other guys. He's trying to make sure, make kick the number one platform. The crazy part about it too, is that he was saying that in his deal that he had, he actually got ownership of kick. So I think that's a little bit of a part bias to get him pushing. Yeah. Cause they're giving him ownership of it. Plus he's, I mean, if you own something, you're going to want it to do well. So that's and then Twitch was like kind of pushing him off the stream too, right? They were getting rid of him. Well, or? that, but also to Twitch, I think they fucked up their cards because like big guys like Kai, Aiden and stuff like that. Like they've openly talked about how Twitch doesn't give them really good fucking deals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's more like a thing with Twitch, even with like the gamer streamers. They were so, saying Kai Sinat doesn't even have a deal right now. Like his deal, I don't think he has a deal. Yeah, he doesn't Damn. have a deal. And usually Twitch, like some some with other creators, they'll give you a deal and they'll pay you. You know, or they'll give you extra cash. Kind of like Ninja had a, a pretty like chunky deal with Twitch and stuff like that. But Aiden, Kai, and a lot, a lot of those like lifestyle streamers, dude, they were getting fucked by Twitch. So um, if I was Aiden, dude. Getting it, going from somebody that treats you like shit, even though you're like one of their main guys on their platform, to going over here and they're like, "Hey, we'll give you some fucking ownership. We'll, we'll give you, yeah, yeah, like yeah. we'll give you some equity, dude. Come, come play ball over here." He he I did an example. Yeah, he did an example where he was saying that if you picture it, if you go home, you ask people less nine nine or ten people that watch Twitch, ask them if Kai Sinat and Aiden Ross weren't on Twitch anymore, would you still go on Twitch? Uh, and like a lot of people in their head, probably people watching, you guys watching at home. Probably not, right? I mean, I know for me, I go, the only reason why I go on there really was for Aiden Ross. I mean, I'll watch a couple other stuff here and there, random streamers, but like for the most part, so Aiden, Aiden Ross. Majority of your time, yeah. Majority yeah, of time Ty, is whenever he was doing anyways. that streamathon, but like, aside from that, I, I mean, I would. Well, it's like, it's like being the, NF, the NBA and be like, okay, fuck you, LeBron. Go do your own thing now. Like, you lose LeBron, you're going to lose a lot of people too, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people go to whatever league he's going to play at versus trying to just sit there with the NBA. Do you, do you think it's going to happen like how Ninja happened, right? Ninja was like the top streamer in the world at the time when he went mm-hmm. to Facebook. And even though he was able to – or was it – yeah, Mixer? He went to Mixer, yeah. Uh, and he wasn't able to like keep them running. Like, well, dude, you know what? But I think that the big thing though is uh, Mixer, just their product sucked. I haven't tried Kick, but I feel like um, – It's pretty cool. What I've heard, it's, it's cool. It, it's, at least the same as Twitch. But I think that Mixer though, like Mixer as a user, you went on Twitch. Twitch was like decades ahead of fucking They almost Mixer. Like just Mixer threw it out ass. there to compete, but they didn't put the time in to like figure it, figure it out basically. Yeah, like. I think they kind of pulled the trigger on like the big partnership like that. I've never been short. on there. I never even wanted to go on there. Well, Mixer's not even a thing anymore. Like, that, yeah, they, like, I think Microsoft's just – Dude, Microsoft honestly is known for doing shit like that too. Like they dropped their like MP3 shit back in the day, that flop. Like they kind of like throw out hey, half-ass ideas. You know what? The Zune, the Zune was fucking OP. It what but for how I had a Zoom, that's what I'm saying. And then that shit just like What's flopped. Zoom? What is Zoom? Zoom? So it was saying, like see? it was like their version of the iPod. Except the iPod was a lot kinda same shit that's happening with Android and iPhone, you know that the iPhone is a little more swaggy. But the Zoom, good quality fucking MP3. I'm just gonna put Honestly, it. Honestly, I'm gonna say that's why PS5 and PlayStation will always be better than Microsoft. I'm just gonna say it. Oh <laughs> wait, what? I'm a I'm an Xbox over PlayStation. I could tell. But I like PlayStation <laughs> for the exclusives. For the exclusives though. Yeah, you know what? That's kind of what they have, dude. Microsoft bought it back to Vision. PlayStation got a little frisky, and they put that lawsuit against them, you know, for that Monopoly shit. So what do you guys think? Drop it in the comments below. Are you Xbox? Are you, Play- are you PlayStation or Xbox? Drop it in the comments. Let us know right now. Prove my point right. Wait, so you're PlayStation. Drop PlayStation. Xbox. I'm Nintendo Switch, bro. Oh. Oh, what Nintendo the Switch. fuck is this? I feel like you have to have a Switch, but you can't. Like, that's, bro, I play the Switch I play, more than But both. the thing, it's bro, so for different. me, I play on PC. 
So it's always oh, one of those. Okay, I get, I get, I get fucking both the best. But don't. I still get so PlayStation or Xbox. Go don't cap. Fact or cap? You said you were gonna sell your PC for a PlayStation. I, you know what? I did say that. Oh shit! That. Okay. Ding, hey, ding, by the way, ding. quick plug. I'm gonna plug Verizon. Verizon's. I fuck with you sometimes. Sometimes I don't. But they have, they have PlayStation fives on stock right now. You Who can does? Buy on their website, Verizon. Oh. For fucking retail, you don't have to go Damn. get fucking scanned by a fucking guy on StockX or something like that. So. We want five percent of your sale too, because. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. Mondo, um, what are you? You got. We gotta get yours. You got a mic over what there. What are you? Hey, I, I feel like growing up, you had an Xbox. I had an Xbox, PlayStation. I went between both of them. See, yeah, I had both two. I had both two because they both had exclusives. But if you had to pick one, I think P- between PS5 and the new Xbox. Right now, now though, right now, PlayStation yeah, not, Five. Thank you. Yeah, the PlayStation, PlayStation 5, Five is better. After Halo Three, you know what I did from Xbox? I got it. I threw it in the trash, and I never looked back. Um, but one of the things that I want to talk about, talking about banning things and not banning things, is fucking TikTok getting grilled in Congress. Ooh, this is a good to, topic trying, too. To TikTok. Now, if you haven't heard about that, right? The whole the whole spiel is that, which like a lot of people don't know, is that a lot of the stuff you saw about TikTok selling your ad to the Chinese government and all that shit was actually Facebook or Meta. They hired like this really well-known fucking PR firm that's really good at pushing those like political agenda campaigns. So they spent a lot of money lobbying not only you, but also the fucking government, you know, the, the congressmen and women to kind of push for that ban. And right now... The CEO of TikTok is in the same chair that old fucking Mark Zuckerberg was. Uh, it's probably like about a couple of years ago. <clears throat> he got grilled he, today. He was in the hot seat. Yeah. And, but the fucked up thing is if you watch the interviews, though, it's a lot different than Mark. My boy Mark fucking dodges the shit out of everything and says some vague <laughs> shit. He looks like a fucking alien. He looks like a robot, right? But if you watch a TikTok guy, he answers everything straight up. Like, there is no ambiguity in his answers. He, he answers straight up. up today, though, with some of his stuff, what though. Some of his answers that he did were like the wrong answers. Really? Bad. Well, no, but I've seen I've seen one dude where he like he doubles down on the fact that he's pushing free speech, and depending on which like which clip or like the soundbite you listen to, it sounds bad. But if you listen to the full thing, he's just kind of standing up for like the free speech that his platform stands for. He's like, I'm gonna um, use that American shit against you guys. No, but it's true though. But also too, if you didn't know, like Facebook's whole angle of like kind of instilling fear into people, the congressmen and women, was that allegedly TikTok is, you know, leaking data to China and stuff like that. But if you actually do a little bit of research, Facebook has been selling the shit out of your data to fucking Chinese uh, companies and other other parties, right? So they're guilty of it. They're trying to like, you know, play hardball with TikTok. Um, I don't know if TikTok's going to get banned. Honestly, a lot of people were really sure that it was. But have you, have you watched the stuff today or not? I've been watching the shit out of it, bro. Okay. Cause they just had it and I knew he fucked up. When the Republicans and the Democrats were like arguing together, I was like, oh, we got both the people on this well, shit. But both of them are literally like, and I know once both those sides, bro, it's gonna be hard to like. So, but here's the thing though. So, that. here's the thing with that though. So, like, that happened, right? And actually, one of the congressmen, I don't know if he was Republican or Democrat, he goes to say, he's like, well, congratulations, man. You've done something that not a lot of things have been able to do. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, you've gotten the left and the right to work together. And one thing which hasn't happened since I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he said, right? And it's like it's almost like ironic. Like, why the fuck would you say that, you idiot? You know, like. But it's so I mean, true. But it is when they agree not. on some shit, it's like, oh, okay, okay. They're, they're, that's true, though. They're afraid that uh, for the first time um, they can't control the stuff that we get to see from other point of views of exactly. the other countries. And and a lot of people are saying that a big reason why the government is kind of pushing against TikTok is because TikTok, like, you'll see whatever the fuck on there. Yep. You'll see some weird shit from the mm-hmm. left, weird shit from the mm-hmm. right. And everything in between. There's just no filter. Dude, I hopped on a live, and I saw someone skinning a fish, and all it was was they were talking Chinese. Crazy. I've never seen that in my hey, life. But on dead Instagram. ass, you were stuck on it a little bit, huh? 
You're I'm like, just, I'm going to watch this for... Bro, <laughs> bro, I watch some of the weirdest lives on TikTok sometimes. Bro, yeah. I, I've seen a live in the middle of the fucking war where it looks like they're playing fucking COD, bro, bro yeah. and they're yeah. pushing. Yeah. But it's fucking real bullets and people are fucking like running, getting in coverage. I'm like, what the bro, fuck? Bro, it's fucking like, crazy. Yeah, you just no, like... that shit's nuts, bro. You can it's enter someone's nuts. life like dead ass at that yeah. moment. Uh, our government doesn't want us to see how other people look at us. And for the first time they don't want us to see how we're perceived by the world. Yeah, They're so scared of socialism, communism. we just got demonetized. <laughs> so we need you guys to like, share, and you know do all the things for us in this video because we will be demi- we will be demonetized. Find us video. on Kick and Rumble. We might have next. to start Rumble and Kick. <laughs> yeah. So please like, share, and push <laughs> the fuck out of this video for us because we will be demonetized after this. Oh. Yeah, dude. But uh, it's been crazy just to kind of see. But uh, uh, I was really interested in how the people are reacting, right? Because I was like, well, I want to see what the people are saying, you know. So I just went down the comments, dude. I went down the fucking comment rabbit hole. And you can see a lot of people are like, they're fucking like upset with the government. Or a lot of people are chirping back. Like there isn't a lot of like, like you would expect it to be. I mean, at least maybe I had expected it to be a lot of people going pro like fuck TikTok, ban it, whatever. Um, but in reality, all the comments are saying like, well, the government's so dumb. They don't want to be, they don't want us to not be controlled. Kind of everything that everybody's saying, you know. So the comment, the comments are echoing that. Um, and they're kind of going against like the, uh, the, the they're kind of uh, in a sense you know against the fucking the congressman and congresswoman that are trying to ban uh, TikTok. So it's really interesting to see that the people they're saying everything we're saying. You know, like oh they just don't want to they just don't want us to have freedom. They want to control it. Yada yada yada. So a lot of the people in the comments they're pretty like they're pretty against the fucking ban to say the least. Uh, which is interesting, you know, because if that's happening, but yet the people that represent you for the ban. But what what um. What post was this on? Like, what website was it like? It's complex? all on TikTok. Was it from? No, it's all on TikTok. It's so like, TikTok. Uh, anyway. also, so, it's, so it's on the platform that they're trying to like. Oh, get I mean, rid of. any this any any company that has a hold of a live system, they were going live on each platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean, I think it was like blasted. But I just think it's really funny. I think one of the things that it really exposed, um, I think that this whole process really exposed is like that the government really works for the fucking big companies and they'd rather take that paycheck oh, 100%. than fucking, you know, represent their constituents properly. Dude, capitalist, so. like, and I think people are realizing com- that. Not being communist isn't like communism is bad. It's like, let's get our check from corporations and let's Fuck protect corporations for as long as we can. That's all it's about. Bro, that's why we pay so much for a fucking inhaler when that shit's free in other countries. <laughs> that's true. Just so you know. On the topic of that, don't you make me go in on this. Stay, stay on the government. Demonetized. Stay on the government. Stay away. <laughs> what about the Silicon Valley Bank, go baby? Go <laughs> time out, time out, time out. All right. Um, so, yeah, dude, the whole TikTok ban shit, it's going crazy. A lot of creators that have nothing to do with, like, I guess I don't want to say getting political. That's like, kind of what it it's is. It's not their wheelhouse. They'll yeah, like, fucking talk about pizza like and the shit. The fucking and chef food. guys are talking about the TikTok ban. Um, so, I think it's really interesting, dude, because, um, like Mark was saying, there is like this one clip, right, where they're talking about like, oh, what, what do you ban? What do you not ban? Fucking, uh, what is it called? Censorship, right? And they asked the TikTok CEO, which is a fucking Chinese guy, they asked him about the Tiananmen Square fucking massacre. And they asked him like, hey, uh, is that censored? What about that? And he's like, no, it's not censored. You can look it up right now. And then the fucking congresswoman that's grilling him fucking says, hey, well, you better be careful because lying on a, uh, on a federal court, lying, lying in Congress is a federal fucking crime, you know? So we're going to look it up. I didn't look it up yet, but I'm going to look it up, see if it's on there. Fuck, we should have clipped that. I just know that he answered. So they asked him, like, okay, something about, like, I'm going to paraphrase, like, the Chinese government spying on our data. And he's like, I wouldn't call it that. So he was just answering the questions, like, in the most, like, not like, – he didn't answer them effectively to keep yeah. his platform going, I feel, yeah. because of the way that he did it. Like you said, it was very blunt. Yeah. But he didn't answer in a way to make 
the congressmen and women feel comfortable yeah. proceeding with this. And I feel like for the majority of Americans, like you're saying, that don't want to ban, I feel like they don't want to ban just because it's their way of getting like famous. Because on Instagram, they're not going to pop off. On other regular platforms, are not going to do it. So I think it's just more like it's easier for people to get that little bit of like virals or whatever. But I think like that trade off for like what could be happening on the back end. I don't know if that's necessarily. I think also it. too though is like a lot of people like it because. Like, some people, that's where they get the real news from, dude. Like, there's some shit that I True. saw on TikTok. Like, some news, big shit happening in the U.S. and around the world that was not fucking touched by, like, quote-unquote, the major outlets. So, a lot of people been seeing that. They felt that. So, uh, yeah, TikTok. But, you know, you're right, though. I remember that question that they asked him. He did kind of drop the ball on that one. But it's not any fucking worse than when Mark Zuckerberg was asked about the Russian government tampering with the fucking elections and all that okay, shit. Okay, but Mark's the devil. We know Mark's the devil. Yeah, Mark like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't hold he's that as, like, the standard. He's an alien, bro. Well, like, we should Bro, he's not. He's just, reptilian. Just because he, just because he's a fucking reptilian, dude, doesn't mean that we get to... He gets to be excluded from his fucking crimes. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, that doesn't, make it, that doesn't make it okay that he's a shit person, you know? Um, I know they're going after Trump, too, bro. All these hey. reptilians. My boy, hey, I think Trump is against their, the reptilian establishment, bro. No, I think he is against it, too. He knows what's up. <laughs> Yeah, well, how's that uh, water break again? Honestly, bro, I have the I have the world's smallest bladder. I'm be honest with you, guys. bro. It's because you fucking eat ketchup every day. That's probably why. There we go. No, there's probably some cons of the ketchup. The ketchup there's probably right. some cons <laughs> of the ketchup with your bladder and you shit. You know what's crazy, bro? Too you, much tomatoes. You talking about ketchup, bro? But you had a ketchup bottle behind you the whole time. Fuck. Why is the black dude <laughs> we can't on out. the fucking what is it on the ketchup thing behind me? The, you know what they say, bro? The blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice, right? Do you want your ketchup sweet? <laughs> is that a thing? Your ketchup connoisseur is that like a is there? <laughs> Ketchup's fire, bro. So I've discovered a new love, new love for a different type of ketchup. Usually I was like Heinz and stuff like that, but I kind of switched it up to what does it say on the back? Hughes, G Hughes, G Hughes, bro. G Hughes, zero calorie, not only zero calorie, zero sugar ketchup, bro. Game changer. I can literally dump the whole bottle. Probably gonna get only one pound. That's it. But he has sauces like that too. He has sweet chili. He has like a bunch. Of I have my like house, bro. I have the barbecue ones, bro. He has fire, fire. You fire. put that shit on anything, gas. You can put ketchup on anything as well. Uh, not gonna spark that again. Ketchup <laughs> ice cream? Would you eat it? Ketchup with ice cream? Yeah, I probably would eat it. I mean, it's not—it's not something that I would be like enamored for, but like, I mean, I would eat it. Bro, right now, Heinz comes out with some fucking ice cream. Right now, you're—you're you're not gonna go. Oh, out I'm trying it for sure. I think you grab an extra one to keep it for whenever they stop <laughs> selling them. Do you ever try like the black ketchup, the green ketchup, and all that shit? What? They had purple ketchup they back purple in the day. Ketchup. They had like weird colors. They had the green and the purple. Oh, that shit was gas. Dude, you bro, know the nineties was so lit, bro. Dude, imagine if someone like hops in, like they actually they, they fast forward the video and they, they were talking about this. No context, no nothing. They just fast forward the video and we're talking about this. But hey, like if they don't know what we're talking about, they're too young. Like Tang. Did you ever have Tang, bro? Oh, Tang was fine. Tang, tang. Bro, the orange Tang. Dude, does Tang it? still does exist. D- dude, there's pre-workout that has Tang flavor. Tang's fire. I need to figure out who has it though, but it's pretty fire. One thing that I, I want to touch on too before we, before we um, me before we no nah, I don't want to touch on it, bro. Fuck it. <laughs> like I said, uh, Nate, <laughs> Nate has there's Why a ratio you like that. Bro? I there's don't. A ratio. I was born like this. Right. There's a ratio of sus comments per minute that Nate has. Right now he right now he's he's it's a little bit slow. I'll be honest with you. Usually it's, it's, right, it's, it's a higher slower. rate. Right now we're at a little bit slower rate. Um, one thing I want to touch on though is <laughs> it's kind of like. Um, what we got going on with the podcast, right? Like, I don't want to call it like a mission statement, but it's kind of what it is. Roadmap? Um, I guess like a roadmap. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good way to put it with the roadmap, right? Um, <laughs> I can't take him serious, dude. Right. <laughs> Me or I'm him? sorry. You. <laughs> what did I do? All right, I'm sorry. He said ahead. he wanted to touch on it. I mean. <laughs> Gosh, man. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't spit up, please. Don't spit up um, that water, bro. 
So, you know, one of the reasons, one of the big driving reasons why we're doing this, uh, well, we're doing this whole show, right, and bringing in a lot of fucking badass people from the area is because, well, shit, dude, we're from the Valley. We grew up from the Valley. Um, like, we're exactly from the Valley. We're, I mean, well. Tula, Tula Homes. We got, we got repping Vicelli over here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, like, I grew up in Vicelli. You know what? I'm going to say, I'm, really, I grew up in Squaw Valley. I'll be real with you, right? Rep but, for the Squaw. But I but I lived Fresno, Squaw Valley. That's like that's that's my stomping grounds, right? Uh, we got Nate. Nate, you're Tulare. Right? Tulare, yeah, Tulare, you know, Eastside Tula. You know, that's what it is. Gosh, here we go. I got jumped um, in a long time ago. <laughs> I say myself. We got to shout out to the my, all my dad's side of the family grew up in Sanger as well. So a little bit oh. Sanger banger Fresno. I thought yeah, that's close to Squaw, right? Fuck Squaw's Sanger. right there. Yeah, it's like <laughs> forty five fucking minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> closest thing to they're gonna hear that. Now. Ridley Nettles to life, huh? Ridley Nettle for bro, life. Bro, Ridley and Sanger's not even. Bro, it was not even a competition. I didn't even go to Sanger, and I can still say that just Sanger slaughtered you guys. You know what? I, I fucking hate to say it. I, I played. <laughs> it's just it's a culture thing. It's a culture thing. We got some cool people working on it. You know, shout out my boy Ivan. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, back back to what what we're doing this thing, right? So uh, a big part of it is because we know that there's a lot of people that think you know you got to go to LA, you got to go to a big city to do big shit. You know, we touched on this on. A, couple episodes before with a couple of guests that are from here and but we know that here in the valley i mean we've done it we've created a, a pretty fucking chunky business here in the valley um without having to go to la san francisco or anything like that and we know that there's a lot of cool people here a lot of fucking badass talent a lot of people doing really big shit that you would probably attribute to people that are like from la or things like that you know and we really love bringing a spotlight to them because we know that others seeing their story is gonna it's gonna motivate you. I know for us, we saw a lot of people, maybe not necessarily from here. Uh, we do have a mentor that made it happen here. So for us, that fucking helped us. Like, oh shit, okay, yeah, we, we can do a lot of big shit here. You know, if you guys want us to get them, quick side note, if you guys want us to get our mentor that we had, they brought us up on the pod. Drop a com. What should they drop? We well, gotta drop a cash symbol. We, drop cash, a cash symbol cash down below, or just say cash, and we'll, we'll we'll get them. Oh, you know yeah. what? You know what? The one for him is a mic. You gotta drop the mic. You gotta drop the, drop the mic. mic. Drop the mic emoji. Drop the, the mic, mic for Maddie on the mic. Maddie on the, Maddie mic. On the mic. Drop baby. so drop because yeah. he 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 actually believe it or not he watches our podcast. Shout out Matt. He yes. watched the podcast. He's a real one. And he we've been trying to get him on here for a while. He's just super busy. But uh, I think if he sees all the comments, Maddie on the mic. If you're watching this, if you see all the comments down below, um, you have to come on. So if we get some, if we get enough comments down below with the mic, uh, we'll come on and. Um, We'll make yeah, it happen. We'll, we'll make it happen for you guys. Um, so yeah, you know, he he showed us that it really is possible here to create like a multi-million dollar company here. Um, and if you're wondering what the company is, Academy West Insurance, baby. Academy West Insurance, the best in the West. All your insurance needs, all your real estate needs, and uh, yeah, man, well, we got it going on. But it's too goddamn rehearsed. <laughs> you guys just dropped that shit out of nowhere, bro. That's that, what we do. You guys live and breathe for that shit. shit. Too. Like, I hate. It up there. Dude, ready for it. That comes from Maddie on the mic, dude. So that like, it, when he's on the pod, you're gonna notice like he'll probably sneak in a couple of Academy West insurance Easy, plugs. huh? Every yeah, couple ten smart minutes, with it. automatic. Yeah, he's fucking lights out. He's <laughs> lights out on camera. You um, see this guy in the Bahamas, dude? He'll be in the Bahamas. He'll be in like big cities, big huge meetings. Academy West, ah, Academy West. Dude, it's, it's <laughs> he's like the person that text like, "Hey, this is my elevator pitch. What should I fix on this?" Can you? No, he's gonna tell. Back? He's gonna give us shit for like, now we're in Academy West." Yeah, but we uh, have the Academy West hats in the back, and we're bro, actually in the full sitting on those. Fine. And bro. we're actually in the Academy West office right now here in Tulare, California. So if you're in Tulare, California, any in the area, make sure you give a shout out to our sponsors. Give a stop to Academy West Insurance. We'll see you soon. Let's get back <laughs> to the pod.
<laughs> Back to the pod. We never left, baby. That was number two. Um, All right, that's number it. Two. That that's was it. so smooth. Again, that's it. That was fucking 30 <laughs> seconds. I timed that shit. That was like... You couldn't wait to jump back oh, in. Oh, shit. All but right, back to the mission statement. Back to the mission statement. So that's what we want to do, man. So real quick, if you know anybody that's doing some big shit or they're an ace in their field, uh, drop them down in the comments. Send us a DM on Instagram or on TikTok. Uh, we we want to put their story out there because, like I said, um, us sharing their story and then coming out to share their story, obviously, they went through a lot of shit. They went through a lot of trouble uh, to make it where they're at and become that ace of their particular industry or field. So we know that them sharing that, there's going to be somebody out there who's facing similar struggles here locally, um, you know, probably riding the same streets and all that stuff. And it's going to really speak to them and it's going to make a big difference. Um, so that's, that's what we're doing. That's a big reason why we're doing this thing, man. So if you're local and you got it going on, let the boys know, man. We'll get you an episode here, man. You know what I think is really cool, too? Because I feel like since we all grew up here in the Central Valley, like Fresno, Visalia, Tulare, this area, we all have a unique perspective from around here, right? And like a whole thing about our podcast is obviously we're, we're you know, the co-host on and doing all this stuff. But I feel like every single guest we get on here, we're kind of adding a little bit of a flavor to Fresno, to Visalia, to the Central Valley. We're kind of putting on for the Valley. We want to put on for the Valley as well. We see a lot of these big guys putting on, doing these great things from the Central Valley. But we want to let people know outside of the valley too that like the central valley fresno all these big cities are doing some cool stuff too so like our goal is to have you know whenever we have these bigger guests on it's, we got a couple big guests lined up pretty soon but even if they're not here from the central valley i feel like it's still going to be cool to let them know after obviously in conversation they're gonna be like, oh cool like this podcast is based out of the central valley out of fresno visalia to larry it's based out of there dude so i feel like either way one way or the other we're gonna put on the central valley um and that's the ultimate goal, dude, is to put on the Central Valley. One of our goals has always been to kind of look back and say, like, wherever we're at, however big, whatever, right? We can say we grew up here in the Central Valley. These guys came from there, and we stuck to here. Like, we stuck to our roots. That's one of the biggest we goals we can have. Putting on for that V on the back of that Fresno State helmet. That's what it's about. 100%. It, it really is, man. We, we just want to leave this place a lot better than, you know, than what it was when we, we were growing up, so – uh, I think we're doing that I'll be honest with you. I think we're fucking doing that um, I don't think there's a lot of people I'm gonna talk a little bit of shit I don't think there's a lot of people Doing the quality that we're doing I'm trying to put it out There is a couple of guys though There's talk a couple of guys Talk boy There's talk a couple of guys talk. Um, There's a couple of guys That are doing badass shit uh, That we looked up And they put us on some game already So But I think we're still up there you know? What do you think Mono? Because I know Mono has a really p- Cool perspective as far as Central Valley our mission statement, I, a, lot of, a large part of our mission statement actually came from Mondo because the whole Central Valley base and all the good stuff. So tell everyone at home a little bit about that and, and kind of your perspective on that. Well, if you guys don't know, for, if you're not from California, we're right in between Los Angeles and the Bay Area. So like how Anthony was talking about earlier, there's a lot of money that you can make outside of the Valley, but why not make it here? So we wanted to make sure to just know. Let's let's show let's show California that the Bay and LA isn't the only place that you can make it. You know, bring it to us, see what we could do, put people on, and just you know vibe out. Let us know how we are and stuff. We're not the same like you know down south and up north. We're gonna sling some wood, baby. We got a lot of wood here in the valley, baby. <laughs> sling that. Thing. The Valley Boys chop down wood. Like are we no laying pipe baby. in this bitch? <laughs> we laying pipe for the valley? Let's go. <laughs> Oh uh, shit, man! So that, that, that's a little that's so uh, that's a, that's a little bit of a, a reason why we do what we do, and uh, what we try to have a lot of the local guests come on, man. A lot of people here from Fresno, Visalia, Tulare area, and that uh, we want to stretch all the way from Baco all the way to fucking percent, you know, because the valley is a little bit more than that. Um, really, just like Fresno, Visalia area. So we're having a lot of fun. Some of really cool. Um, we're learning a lot in the process, meeting a lot of fucking dope people. So. It's been great, man. This shit's fun. It's been a process. I like. I feel like I always knew there was a lot of talent out here in the valley, but 
fuck, there's a lot of talent and a lot of shit going on in this valley. Like, even being in culture and just seeing how Porterville is, I was like, damn, dude, like, this place is coming along. Like, there's a lot of good shit going on out here, and I think it's about time people see, like, Central Valley, we have a lot to offer. So, fuck it. If we're the ones that let you guys know that there's shit going on out here, we're going to be the ones that let you guys know, and we're going to keep that shit coming. Dude, the coolest part I think about, especially interviewing the people that we have, having people on the podcast, is that every single Central Valley business owner really has that same unique story. Like, it's a little bit different, but they all have a unique story, right, where they came up, and they came up in the Valley. It wasn't always easy. Like, if you're from the Central Valley, there's, there is a lot of poverty here. There is a lot of like different stuff going on here in the Central Valley. So I feel like the fact that every single business owner has that story where they came up, they, they establish a business here. They have different struggles in the Valley. They have different successes here. Like to hear all that. And hopefully you guys at home hearing all that stuff, I hope it inspires you. You know what? It's definitely has inspired us throughout the whole process to understand and know that it's possible, right? Like that's the the entire thing, the entire mission statement of this podcast is to let people know at home that it's possible. Right in your backyard. Yeah, it's right in your backyard. So every single that in every single industry, there's always going to be an ace. And I feel like the story that we've always kind of held and we've always carried is that why not us, right? Like why not you? Why can't you be the ace of whatever industry you're trying to pursue? It doesn't matter if you're from a big city. It doesn't matter if you're from the valley. It doesn't matter where you're from or how you grew up, right? I feel like the biggest thing is that as long as you believe you're the ace and you put in the ace work ethic, it's going to happen, right? So uh, we just wanted to share with you guys because I feel like we haven't really shared that too, too much. I don't, if you met us personally and we've talked to you, like, you know that. But I don't think we ever really touched on that, like, on an actual episode, you know. So we wanted to put that out there for you. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. We kind of like traveling around. We like showing different businesses. And it's cool to kind of change up the scenery a little bit. Yeah. We, uh, we love doing it in Academy West Insurance offices. We love to do it there. <laughs> but we also love we to do it in different businesses because, like Vano said, there is a lot of Central Valley businesses that I think will look super cool to – to, to film in and kind of give some love to shout out to yeah, and share some put some light on you guys let people sure. see what you guys are doing over there 100 percent. it's time start working if you guys have people that want to send them our way whether it's restaurants or nice places let us know hit us up put them down below right now drop some places or people you guys may think of you think you want to see on this pod all right guys we're gonna get into our next topic we're gonna get some nfl trades because i know that you guys are dying to talk about this and i know anthony's over there a little bit sad because jimmy g is out of the bay see ya Bye. Oh, you're not sad. You're ready to let him go, huh? That's exactly what you want out of a franchise quarterback. I just think he couldn't stay healthy, and I think that the Niners have a win-now team. We have Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Kittle, Ayuk's a sleeper. We have Fred Warner. I can keep going all night, bro. We have a championship star team. But that's that's for another story. Shoot, championship team. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we wanted to win now, and I feel like Jimmy G was getting hurt, and I feel like Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch got a little impatient. Where they're just like, dude, we need to draft a superstar now. Which, I mean, we got Purdy, we got Lance. I have no idea who's going to be the starter. But the fact that the Raiders got Jimmy G, mark my words, if you're a Raiders fan, you're welcome. We prepared him for you. He's ready to go. You guys will make the playoffs this year. You're yeah, welcome. life is going to get better for the Raiders. Um, I, I do think that you're right. You do, you do, you guys do have a fucking win win now team. And then plus, you want to Purdy, dude? Purdy came in and just fucking slang the fucking rock. And it's a stuff. cheap contract too. Uh, yeah, you know I mean, you have a rookie contract, but all those players, dude, they can't keep all those guys for the next. Four, Whoa. three, four. Bro, we're not years. trying People to. We're trying going. to keep them for at least two to three, and then we're uh-huh. good. And then I know we have to. You guys have a good system over there. You want to talk about system, bro? So the Steelers got a new stop. GM, and he's been making some moves, stop. my boy. Stop. Yeah. Stop. What moves? Patrick bro. Peterson in the Berg right now. Yeah. Are you, you serious? We signed a top three guard. We are whole. I like, bro. I'm a Steelers fan. Okay, I, I like the Thank guard. You. I like the guard signing. That was a really good. We had three signing. good guards. We have one that's a top five now yes. from the Eagles. Rewind, Patrick. Both Peterson. our middle linebackers gone. Fresh new linebackers in there. I, but you know what? I, I, I You're going like to have to wake Patrick Peterson like up to play the game on Sunday. I, I mean, now he he's got old. a statistical top year last year. 
You know what? But Patrick five Peterson, interceptions last year, balled out. Ah, dude, Patrick Peterson. I'm a I'm not a huge fan of it. I, I, I see. I get it. Gibson on the Niners had like six, but what are you talking about? Yeah. Patrick Peterson. I think now is kind of like he's at that moment like where Darrell Rivers was, where his name carried more weight than the actual fucking skill. Thank you. But uh, last year's stats, he balled out. But he, he was, was not the best player. But he, he was. was a, he still has a good two to three years, and then he's done. But we're gonna draft but the corner. I, you know anyways. why? You know why? You know why the Steelers picked him though? Is because the Steelers like to do a lot of zones. And Patrick, because he's fucking old and not as athletic, he plays his own well. If you watch earlier his career, he could fucking man oh, yeah, up. Yeah, man up, but he's you know, gonna be perfect. Lock everybody up. But now um, he's really he's he really knows the fucking game. So I think they picked him up more for like a zone a zone corner to kind of hold the back end away from Minka. So I think it was a good pickup. The best uh, people hyped it up too much. I just fucking be honest. I think, think people so? hyped it up too much. I think it's like a okay. Bro, it's a depth signing. He's gonna he's gonna want up on the bench after you guys draft uh, a corner. He's he's gonna be starting, I think. But I think once we get that rookie, whoever we get in, he's gonna. He's gonna uh, I think they're gonna work that rookie, and I'm hoping we're working about the fucking slot, dude, because we have no corner. We have no depth of fucking corner. Uh, but touching on the Jimmy G shit, ah, dude, the Raiders are gonna have good. They're gonna get. It's it's a good pickup, dude. Derek Carr, where the fuck good. did Derek Carr go to? The Saints, bro. Oh, that's right. And they resigned. Um, What's his name over there? James? Winston. Yeah, he's he a resigned. Backup, he's a good backup. Dude, the Panthers, bro, are signing everybody under the sun, too. No, whoever – who's signing everyone under the sun? The New York Jets. New Gary Vee's about to no, get No, they're signing everybody on the fucking Packers, bro. Whoever what, whoever Aaron Rodgers wants, going to the Jets right now. So you guys think – is Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, yes or no? He has to. I don't think so. – I don't know. I think he does. I think he does. I, I, to me, dude – Packers I, are done. I think they are, bro, because I, I I think Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets. Right now, the Jets, bro, they got some – they're kind of like the less polished version of the Niners. Like, they got a lot of explosive guys to make plays. On the that. defensive end, their linebacking core, definitely not as fucking good as, a, as the Niners. Who, but. You know who I really like a part of the Jets right now is Miko Harbin, Garrett Wilson. Those two guys can Ridiculous. Fly. I know. Their receivers got yeah. – yeah, You got Brees Hall? They get, I yeah, know. Bro, that offense is going to be fire next year. Well, it was already fire with fucking – Mike White fucking dishing it out. <laughs> True. Gosh, dang. But then they still, they got, what's the name too? Lazard too, huh? They added Lazard they on added there. They added Lazard too, bro. Lazard. He's a great number two. I don't know if he's a number one. No, definitely not number two. one. It's like um, our boy Juju that's now on the Patriots. Juju. Oh, yeah. Man. He's not going to be your number one, but he's a cool slot though. Yeah, Juju. You know, if you, guys, if you guys want to talk about the number one free agency signing in the NFL this year, Hargraves to the Niners. See ya. That was really good. That was really good. That pick was up. a good pickup. I don't know if it was a number one, but it was no. really good. It was top five. Who else is not? Who else is gonna be beat beat it out for top five? Bro, we just got the Steelers got like the fucking best guard in the fucking Stop. league, arguably. Yeah, we Whoa, literally. Who what? is it? We got a top three guard. The guy from the Eagles? Who? Um, exactly. Who? Who? It's uh Chris something. It's or, Chris something, bro. He's he's a baller, bro. He's a fire. Hey, he's a baller. Oh, oh, oh Zeke got released. Hey, I don't know where a, he's going here, though. Here's what happened to Zeke, bro. You he's he's gonna get restructured. He should get restructured. Zeke just got too chunky for. Jerry's fucking muse, bro. Like he's not Jerry's muse anymore. He's too chunky. Jerry said, "You're Dude, not." Dude, Pollard is a beast, though. Well, Pollard's been out producing for the past three fucking years, bro. Like he just Jerry was holding on to fucking the dream of fucking Zeke with his fucking crop top and shit, dude. Shit was long, long time ago. I still think Card of the Saints is kind of crazy. I think that was a good pickup over there too. Yeah, he's he's really Drew Brees esque. Like I've always seen him like really Drew Brees esque. Like, I can the see way that. He plays. He's got an arm, sits in the pocket a little bit, very similar. The team. Over. I don't know. I just don't know. We'll see how they do in the draft. They're not bad though. Bro, uh, the Saints are so stacked though. They still got my boy Thomas. Dude, the fucking Bears. Camara, Camara, fucking man. If you had him in fantasy last year, you that fool's gonna go to like prison. I'm pretty sure. Okay, Ooh, Kamara? Alvin Camara. Yeah, he got in a fight on, um, or he jumped some dude on 
the All-Star Weekend, which was in Vegas or whatever. He's on that oh, John Morant. He's going to stop hanging out with John Morant, bro. He's hanging out with fucking John Morant. <laughs> bro, John Mar- Okay, let's talk about the John Morant situation. What bro. do you guys – this is the real – this is what we should have been talking about the whole time. <laughs> what do you guys think about the John Morant situation, huh? It's just like that shit, bro. You grew up with mom and dad, and you want to be fucking hood for no fucking reason, bro. That's how Why I'm is he pulling guns on kids, hey, bro? I don't know, bro. That's <laughs> – I don't know. That's crazy, bro. Bro, Nike pulled. I think Nike pulled their deal with Kyrie because he shared a link to like an anti-Semitic movie or whatever. <laughs> gave that shit to this guy, and he's show. He's like flashing guns at like seventeen-year-olds. Uh, like, if what? that's not the biggest fucking L, that's a really good point because I didn't even think about that. That's an L. That's, that's who they passed that shit yeah, to. That's crazy. That's an L. I, I just think, I think it doesn't matter. I think I think it's a really good point where it doesn't matter what level you are. The idea to still impress people, especially your back home, your roots, is always still going to be like this guy's a multi-millionaire, has no need at all to impress anyone else or he's do anything like that. Yeah, he's a baller. Not even from the hood. He's badass. Yeah, but I think there's still a little bit of that, like childhood in him that still wants to impress people. Prove himself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's that's with anything, right? But I think that I think the temptation to do that kind of just gave in a little bit. But it's just like athletes, dude. I think the worst part about being an athlete. It's definitely not the money, right? But the worst part about being an athlete the is you're so in the public eye where it doesn't matter. You can do a thousand things good. If you do one thing bad, game over. This man dropped 50K in the strip club and then they, they decided to like post about it. But it's like, dude. Like you got to have your privacy. He just gave you 50K in your your strip club. Why are you going to get rid of his privacy thing, like that? I'm not saying that like going to strip club is super normal. Like you go every week or something. But like there's a lot of people that go to the strip club. Yeah. So like the fact that he got super targeted for that was strictly because of his status. 100%. But everybody's in the strip I feel like a lot of players are in the strip club. I feel like it was really weird that he got... Uh, James Harden, that was a meme, bro. James Harden's the main... I know, uh. that's true. That boy got chunky as fuck being in the strip club. <laughs> that boy, like, literally was on a team in Houston, but it was the strip club team. That boy did nothing over there. Well, what about the... Uh, what, did you guys see that whole 69 thing where he got he got jumped in the gym? Oh, that's what we want to talk about. Oh, yeah, 6'9", getting jumped in LA yeah. Fitness. I didn't see that. What you didn't hear hell? about this? Uh-huh. That's your boy right there, no? No. Nah, that's not his boy, Let's stop. Why did you say that's his boy, though? I feel like you, have, the Mexican no, you pulled the Mexican card. First of bro. all, you I seen that hat you fucking gave him. Somebody put the hat up right now in this right <laughs> yeah, here in the gonna, corner. That's racist. That hat right there. Bro, I'm Mexican. I could give him that hat. That's even worse. <laughs> he said he got it from a gas station And we put that shit in the corner They seen that hat yeah, I got that from like Why'd you give him that huh Cause he was on DACA That's fucked up bro Bro I'm not even bro, on you're DACA That's a fucked up He's not even on DACA bro That's fucked up bro I didn't even make the cut for DACA bro. I'm just <laughs> That's assault, bro. I'm gonna give my. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> all, all the Hispanics right now, come. Let's come to our. our they just right jumped. Now. Drop some Mexican flags down below, man. We need, we need some help. I'm over protecting here. the homie over Gosh, here. Damn. <laughs> You're outing the homie. I never said that. <laughs> I'm protecting homie. Don't just don't discriminate on the homie. They want to put us against each other, Nate. Don't let them do that. Why do you guys always have watermelon drinks for me? <laughs> just kidding. I think that's it. You guys have anything else for the pod? Bro, we touched on pretty much everything We're putting today. on, baby. Putting on for the city, man. We, we want to keep putting on for you guys at home as well. We always appreciate your love, your support, and you guys watching today, man. We appreciate everything you guys give us and all the support you guys share us. So without further ado, man, we got a lot of big guests coming up. You're not going to want to w- miss the next episode we got going on. And uh, it's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get better. So we'll see you on the next episode. Peace.